Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. What is the strangest thing you've seen on yours or someone else's body? 206421 right. The hiatal hernia. Yes. 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 Because the regular ones, you're just in so much pain. Right. But yeah, the hiatal, like, ooh, look at me. Am I disturbing to anyone? Hello, Corey. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. All right, guys. So a long time ago, when I was down in San Diego in the Navy, I was about to hook up with one of my roommate's uh, friends. And right as things were getting heavy and clothes started coming off, she stopped and was like, hey, I got something to tell you. I was like, okay, cool. What's up? She tells me, and she pulls off her socks, I have two pinky toes. And I'm just looking at her, and I go, yeah, so do I. And she's like, no, like, I have two pinky toes on each foot. And I look down, she has ten toes, but the last two toes on each foot are pinky toes. Hmm. How weird looking is that? It was very weird looking. So, like... (laughs) It was a. It just killed the moment for me. It killed the moment. I and I regret it to this day. But I hate feet. Oh, so you're an anti-footist. So you don't like feet anyway. And now she's coming up with these crazy two pinky-toed feet. So I mean, how do you explain this to her? You just say, "Look, I can't move past this," or what? No, we just kind of slowed it down from there. We just kind of stopped pulling clothes off, kept making out, and just kind of simmered down a bit <laughs> you you have to know that she knew it's because of her freaky feet right she absolutely 100 percent knew it was because of her freaky feet <laughs> so the worst part is so i mean obviously that's probably the worst part but the next day so they were they were vacationing from texas they were visiting from texas and we lived right three blocks away from the beach so the next day i come home from work and my roommate's girlfriend is like, hey, we're all at the beach. Why don't you come down here? I'm like, no, nah, I'm tired. I just want to chill. She's like, no, come down here. It'll be fun. And the whole time I'm thinking, this chick is going to be at the beach, and her toes are going to be out, and I can't do that. <laughs> so I go down there to the beach, and she's running out of the surf to come see me, and I just look at her footprints in the sand, and it's got these weird little two pinky toes, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to hell. <laughs> So, so what if it happened now, right? Because you even said, look, I, I, I regret it. So say she says, you know what? Let's try this again. And, and she pulls off her socks. Would you fight through it? Oh, no. I'd be holding those ankles. <laughs> what if she said, suck my toes? 
Oh, that's a yeah. No, we're not going there. No. Okay. Yeah. What about the people? I don't who, regret what, it that much. What do you, what, do you, what would you think of if she was a beautiful woman, but she had a foot fetish and liked to either play with your feet or do things to you with her feet? Now her feet are perfect. Her feet are perfectly normal. There's nothing wrong with her feet, but that's so what she's you, into. So you said beautiful woman. How beautiful are we talking? <laughs> How, How beautiful, beautiful does, does it need, need to, to be? be? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? As I've matured, the feet thing has kind of died down a bit. But at that moment in time in my life, I don't. I don't know. You probably have to. Be what do you think? What do you think is the origin of this? I'm curious. I, I have no idea. I don't even like my own feet. I just don't like right. feet. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I just wondered if like there was some trauma that happened in your life. <laughs> I don't know where feet are not your thing. What is the strangest thing you've seen on yours or someone else's body? 206-421-ROCK. I will say this. If you're like like that guy or like me, you're not into feet. Like, if I'm dating somebody and their feet are on me, like, I, it's fine. Right. Right. Yeah. But I, I can't explain it to you. There's been other people where you're kind of thinking about dating and, like, their foot touches you and you're like, oh, I don't like them. Really? Yeah. It's like at that moment you realize it's not going to go anywhere. So it's like, Get your foot off me. So they had no idea why everything just came to a close. It was all because they... Brush their foot up against your body. It's weird to explain, <laughs> but yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, whatever. But yeah, I've been in other situations where like, ah, are we going to date? Are we not? And just like, ow. What is that foot doing on me? Did you tell them that? <laughs> well, no. Oh, I yeah. didn't know till the foot touched yeah, you don't And know. there was nothing wrong with their foot in general. It was a sure. normal looking foot. I just don't want it on me. I don't have a problem with feet, but... But there was this chick, I don't say her name, but years ago, right? She worked at a restaurant with me. We would flirt every now and again. And I remember she asked me out. And I'm like, you know what? Absolutely, man. We get along really well. So about two days later, I see her. She's not working, but she comes into the restaurant. We haven't dated yet. And she's wearing open-toed shoes. And she had those hammer toes. Man, Mm -hmm. I, I just, I could not move past it. Like, feet don't bug me one way or another, but her feet... Really bugged me, and I'm just like, I can't. My gran- I, don't, I don't want those around. My me. grandfather's feet, his nails look like wood chips. Right. They look yeah. like something that, like, you know, back in George Washington's day, if you didn't have toenails, <laughs> they just replaced it with some chips of wood. <laughs> right. And they March. were yellow and brown, and, and, and the nails were so hard, like, I don't even know how he cut them. Right. I mean, he was a mailman for 35 years. He was World War II veteran. I don't know where the, I don't know how this came about. I don't know if it was work boots walking every day. <laughs> it was just, they were, they were disgusting. I was, I was like, Granddad, what is going on with your feet? He's like, oh, well, I, you know, whatever. It's <laughs> like, okay. I mean, to me, they're just utilitarian. Well, like, yeah. And, and I'm not going to get on, some people really love feet, right? They have sure, sure feet fetish and everything. Like, I don't know, it's a foot. You use it to get around and this and that. But you know, was it Rex? Was it Rex Ryan? Rex Ryan's oh, yeah, a foot yeah. fetish guy. Tarantino, big foot fetish. Guy. You, oh yeah. What if you go to someone's house and they want you to take their shoe? You, they want you to take your shoes off. Well, sure. I mean, it's their it's home. Not a big deal. Yeah. Okay. What is the strangest thing you've seen on yours or someone else's body? Two zero six four two one rock. Somebody here says I would totally suck them baby toe feet. Feet or feet. Hello, Alan. Welcome to the bedroom. Hello, Alan. Hola. 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 Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. we got you, Alan. Oh, hey, uh, so it's right about six inches below my shoulder blades. I got, it's like four inches wide, six inches long. A, a really dark birthmark that gets completely packed with hair. Mm-hmm. And my wife, it, it grows super long really fast. She likes to braid it. And, ah. uh, 
then you found the right woman to be with. I mean, Greg, because that can go one of two ways. <laughs> you found the perfect woman to be with. Yeah. Has yeah. it has so, it always been hair? Like, did it grow hair before the rest of your body started growing hair, like puberty and all that? Yes, it did. And when I was in school, you know, I, I was, you know, I'd have my mom shave it all the time. Kids, you know, kids would make fun of it because it would be hair and pull it. You know, like when you're in gym class and in uh, junior high, you know, you go in and you know the other the other kids would. Why? Why is it? That hair somehow makes everything worse. Because right, the hair I mean? there is so much more coarse and thick, and as he says, it grows at a higher rate of speed. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, you can have a mole, right? And you go, like, hey, you got a mole. If that mole grows hair, you're like, ugh, mm-hmm. the birthmark. <laughs> you know, and I, I do remember a kid in school, he had one of those kind of uh, red, kind of blotchy birthmarks on his forearm. It wasn't a big deal, but it's the only place on his arms that he grew hair. So it's like it just screams for attention, and it's not something he wanted to bring attention to. But you're sitting in class, man, and you realize it's like one of those things but, you put on the top of your eraser that had the crazy hair sticking out. <laughs> it's like a just, troll, just, just mushroom yeah. poof of hair coming out of this one small area. But like everyone's just kind of staring at it. Even the teacher, you know, she'd be talking to him, and you could see her eyes always drift down to look at that big. Weird, hairy patch, man. You want to make something gross? Add hair. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef in the house. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Now, as we all know, a uh, throw you talk about all the time, the Irish and the English aren't really known for foods. N- not good foods, no. I will say this. St. Patrick's Day, did, like, you know, like last weekend, a lot of people celebrated it. I know they had the parade downtown and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I grew up Irish Catholic. I went to a Catholic high school, this and that. So, like... St. Patrick's Day was a massive deal. Yeah. And I remember being a kid and we would go to like, you'd go to like a pub and I remember getting fish and chips and it was served in newspaper and I just, I was like, this is crazy. But then you think it was awesome. Yeah. It was pretty cool. But it's also one of those things too. I look back on a nap like, oh man, that is just being a brat. Like, I don't know if I like this. Right. Oh, really? Uh, I yeah. love fish and chips as a kid. Really? They had, well, they had, they had chains. They had a place called Arthur Treacher's. Yep. I'm really dating myself. Another popular place was Long John Silver. Arthur Treacher's crushed they Long John Silver. They had hush puppies. Silver. They had I'm fried familiar fish. with Long John Silver's, but honestly, I don't think I've ever been to one. They're, oh, really? It's been years. Because they were kind of sparingly around where I grew mm-hmm. up. They, I mean, were, they, they were uh, Arthur Treacher's. I remember there was one out of Montgomery Mall, but we never stopped there. Oh, my mm-hmm. dad stopped there all the time, man. He was a fish and chips guy. So Arthur Treacher's at least once a week, either he came home with it or he dragged my brother and I there. Well, and I think the other problem was we went to like, it was supposed to be an authentic pub. Mm-hmm. So like, it was just the one giant piece of fish. You know, how, like, right, I, right, saying, right. Like, I get it with, you know, how kids are now, but like I was a kid too. It was the same way. It's like, this, uh, this looks different. Make it look like mm-hmm. a dinosaur. Just, it's all yeah. you got to do. Cut it up into three right. pieces. <laughs> right. Anything. Well, you said like, you know, it's a little bit different because there's a, a bigger Irish population, obviously, on the uh, on the East Coast. Sure. And a lot of your friends, associates, people that you know, people you went to school with, people you work with, whatever, they take the day off. They've Everybody been, They've been in a bar since, you know, 9 o'clock this morning. Right. And then you add in the, uh, the tournament Madness. going on. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like my cousin and his brother-in-law, they took the day off. So I'm Coach Prada. But as long as I've known it, well, his birthday's always been March 17th. <laughs> but he'll, he picks a bar and he just gets there at like noon and hangs out all day. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It feels it tomorrow. 
Yeah, I think he takes the day off. That, that would be uh, you know what? two days. If you take the day off, take off tomorrow. Yeah. Well, him and his dad own the company, so. Uh, okay. Well, that helps. That goes a long way. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Helps with your names on the side of the truck. Right, Coach? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, people will go out tonight. You'll get some stuff. I had a Reuben over the weekend mm-hmm. from an Irish pub, so that counts. I, mean, I, I had a Reuben over the weekend. and Not for this purpose. I just realized I had a... Uh, Oh, crap. It's a Valhalla sandwiches, something like that. Oh, yeah. You recognize the food truck, and they have a brick and mortar, and uh, we stopped in there, and I got the Reuben, and it was absolutely outstanding, man. Yeah, Reuben, corned beef is great, but Mm -hmm. corned beef, again, like any brisket, it's either very good or just sucks. Right. It depends on who makes it. Yeah. It goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So this is uh, some of the state's favorite traditional Irish dish. All right, let's start with this one. Uh, You guys ever had soda bread? I have, yeah. yeah. Okay, so soda bread's tough because a lot of times it is absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. But I've had it a few places that did it correctly, and it's it's delicious. It's not bad. It's kind of like the when you go to the coffee shop and they have all those delicious things you can have, croissants and all that stuff, and there sits the scone. It's right. not that it's bad. It's just out of all the other things that you can get, <laughs> right. it, it's just okay. It's like it's like a Bisquick drop biscuit. To me. You know what I mean? It's dry. Yeah, like it's okay. It's crumbly. Maybe you put it in chowder. I don't know. Sometimes they put raisins in it. Don't do All that. right. You ever had call cannon potatoes? I don't know what that is. All right. So it's basically like a twice-baked potato. Okay. Right? You got to boil some potatoes, and then you mash them up. Uh, you're supposed to add either, like, cabbage or kale. To the mash? Correct. And, and then, then I, bake it again or something? And then, like? Right. All right. I, you know what, to be honest with you, I've never made them. My mom makes them. My sister makes them. Huh. But I, they're always talking about them. But I'm pretty sure it's a, like, it's a time. It's well, sure. Anytime time you do a twice-baked twice potato or any of that stuff, it's, that's I the would, problem. It's gotta, it, 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 it better be phenomenal with right, the amount of time and work you got to put in. I would try that with cabbage. I would not try it with kale. Definitely would order it. I'm with you. I, I think traditionally it's made with cabbage. Yeah. Yeah, I would not, I would not try it with kale either. Kale sucks. <laughs> it does. I mean, like it, just, it got. Super, Let's just put it out there, all right? Kale, it sucks. Yeah, it got really popular for a minute, Why? for a while, mm-hmm. because somebody decided it was healthier. Which again, it doesn't have much better nutrition value than even iceberg lettuce. But it just became one of those things like, oh, you kale. I tell you what, for up. like three years, everyone's like, dude, kale, kale, kale. I'm like, kale is not new, man. Kale is a diuretic. That's what kale is. That, I agree hundred percent. If you're like, if you're coming back from surgery and you're on uh, any kind of, you know. Percocet or anything that'll back you up, just have a big kale salad, man. Yeah. You don't have to eat fruit. Just eat a kale salad. Trust me. I mean, in, in an hour. Kale does not want to be in your body. As much as you no. don't want it in your body, it don't want to be in your body either. <laughs> it's like, what's the joke I always say, right? Kale's like that one X. It's bitter. Right. Well, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, let's see. Irish stew. Obviously a traditional dish. Casserole cooked with root veggies and lamb, mutton, or beef. Miles, do you remember? Pop quiz. What's the difference between lamb and mutton? Lamb and mutton. I, I, is, I don't believe there is one. Yeah, mutton's, we just don't call it sheep. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right, right, right. right. So lamb's just a baby one, and mutton <laughs> mm-hmm. is like, I don't know, like, so why like can't a, we like eat a, sheep? Like a veal type. Yeah, right? You have veal, mm-hmm. and then you have beef. Right. But you don't call either of a cow. You don't. And if you put it on a sandwich, then all of a sudden it's in the ham world. But a lamb is a lamb. Yeah, but a lamb the is a lamb. Right. Chicken lamb. is a chicken. But you have like the little lamb chops sometimes and the big lamb chops. So I think there's a difference between the two with the, with the size. So why is it then that I couldn't go get like a really good veal uh, ribeye steak? It's the same animal. 
It's just a smaller. It'd be teeny tiny. It'd still be. Uh, it'd still be delicious. Sure. And it'd still be a ribeye or a te- you know like because veal is served in cutlets. I know. I don't understand why. Because <laughs> it's tiny. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. I know. Uh, what else do we have on here? Uh, Irish coffee is obviously big. Bam. I'm willing to bet that a lot of people started today with an Irish coffee. Oh, or two, sure. Or two or three of them. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't have coffee. I don't. Uh, Guinness pie, which brings together uh, the Irish staples of beef and Guinness beer. Uh, shepherd's pie is kind of what you recognize. Right. I know. You don't like it. Don't Mike like and I it. both are team shepherd's pie. I love shepherd's pie. Well, I will say this about Guinness. No matter what- I, and you like... You like all the pot pies, but I, are I you a mind, shepherd's pie? I don't mind shepherd's pie. All right. I, um, Guinness, man, you put that in chili, you cook with that. Guinness in, is it, great. It is a great yep. beer to cook with. You, brats, sour. And don't forget, it has less calories than a Corona. It does. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I mean, it's just dark in nature, but it's actually light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fantastic beer to cook with. <laughs> uh, corned beef hash. A lot of people like that. Like, corned beef hash. I eat, you know what I mean? To me, that's just a good breakfast. I, don't, I wouldn't wake Absolutely. up on St. Patrick's Day and be like, we're having corned beef hash. It's almost the equivalent of a, a place that knows how to make good hash browns. Mm-hmm. If you do one, you can do the other. They have to be crispy on the outside, a little soft in the middle. I like this one. Coddle. Uh, leftover dish that often features sausage, back bacon, chunky potatoes, onions, and herbs. See, I'm in. I'm mm-hmm. in for that. That sounds delicious. It is. Uh, let's see. This won't shock you. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of these foods were very popular uh, in the Northeast, as we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. But the South, the South still still is the South, right? All right? Of all the things I just named, what do you think their favorite is? Favorite Irish food? Yeah, potatoes with cabbage. Shepherd's pie. Of course. Right? Like, oh, what's this giant thing full of gravy, meat, a <laughs> couple right. veggies, and then covered in mashed potatoes? We'll take that. And apple cake. I've never had apple cake. Apple cake? Yeah. Uh, I don't, think, I I don't think so. I'd give it a try. Yeah, it's probably good. But yeah, get out there. Like I said, get, you know, Irish nachos. Get your Irish bourbon, on. Whatever. Just you know go what to I, You pub. know I get when I go to my favorite Irish pub? Beer? Black and salmon? They have a thing called, yeah. They have a thing called side of bacon. Side of bacon? Side of bacon. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Pretty good. Traditional Irish. Do they write bacon. side of bacon? Side of bacon. Okay, yeah. yeah. That makes it authentic. Now, another kind of crazy thing. I think we were talking, Mike brought this up the other day, but candy sales are at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, some stats on it. Uh, most of the candy is bought at the grocery store now. The checkout line can get, get to you. Uh, convenience stores, though, saw the biggest jump in candy sales over the past year. Very convenient. Mm-hmm. Convenient? And I think a lot of times, you know, like, with, with COVID and everything, like, People were kind of scared to go to the grocery store. I think we were doing a lot more just popping in and out of places. But also, it's appearance, right? So I walk into Safeway. I go up to the register. I have a bag of M&Ms and a thing and Kit Kat. That's it. I'm going to get weird looks. You walk into a convenience store. That's all you buy. They get it, right? Yeah. And the, and the grocery store is tough. They have a whole aisle full of candy. Mm-hmm. Well, we have, People we had, pa- we have uh, jelly beans on our counter. They Correct. Didn't, they didn't make it a day. There's only five people in the office. Right. People just hammered those things, man. Are they gone? I think they're all gone. There's still cookies out there. You sound oh, quite upset. There. Are they still there? Yeah. Right. I was like, damn. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying the grocery store gets you twice because there's the whole aisle of candy, which right. you probably are like, ah, oh, those are big bags. You're like, ah, I'm out of the candy world. Then you get up to the counter. And they're like, like, here they are Ooh, again. It's Mr. Twix. <laughs> damn you, Twix. Mr. Twix. <laughs> Uh, let's see. 78% of adults say treating yourself to candy every now and then is perfectly fine, which I think most people would agree sure, with. Sure, of course. You don't Absolutely. have to outlaw it in your life. Right. You probably don't want to be eating candy every day if you're doing stuff. Uh, 72% of uh, physical health and emotional w- well-being are interconnected. So, 
I don't know. It, it might just be a trick on your mind, but you have a you have a candy bar and you're like, oh, I feel better. You get All a right. sugar rush for sure. I told you when I was a kid, that was a thing. Every Friday when my mom got home for work, we would go to the drugstore and you could pick out a candy bar. What'd you get? I would mix it up. She was always a payday person. Okay. I think at that age, I was a whatchamacallit guy. Whatchamacallit's yeah, a score bars. Mm-hmm. Man, I love scores. I love toffee in general. Yeah. And peanut butter Twix. Let's uh, This is kind of weird. Two in five Americans follow at least one candy brand on social media. <laughs> I do. I follow Reese's Cups. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Uh, let's see. 83% of us say they usually or always eat candy when on a road trip. I agree with that 100%. I don't know what it is, but when you're on a road trip, it's like, let's get some candy. Absolutely. Especially when you get to that hotel drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a good stat. Everybody, feel good about yourselves. 88% of us share candy with other people at least half of the time we oh, buy nice. It. Okay. 88% of us, Absol- not Steve the Thrill Hill. <laughs> I always, it always says share size. I'm like, I disagree. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. What, what is your I'm Not Proud food moment? 206-421-ROCK. A clean sock. Hello, Jason. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 All right. I got to get a little bit of backstory on this one. All right. I was much younger. I was like maybe seven, eight years old. My aunt had some kind of a party going on. It was like fire truck themed party. Now, eight, seven, eight-year-old me, I'm like, oh, this is my aunt's party. She made everything here. She made, There's this cake. And so I thought she made the cake. Well, I was wrong. I was also wrong about this frosting that was sitting on top of the cake that I thought was looked interesting. It was shaped like a fire truck. Uh, I didn't question what happened when I picked it up and it didn't mush in my hand. I chew into this thing and the bottom of it where it was on the cake was tasting all fine, but the rest of it's all weird and dry and crunchy. And I, I didn't want to make my, my aunt feel bad, so I didn't, I didn't tell her anything about it and I didn't want to spit it out. Tell my mom afterwards, like, man, that frosting was nasty. He's like, what frosting? You know, the thing was shaped like a, like a fire truck. That wasn't frosting. That was a candle. 
You ate a candle? Yes. <laughs> to this day, I'm afraid to swallow fire. And you did not know it was a candle while you're chewing it? No, I, I just thought it was bad-tasting frosting. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ate a candle. I'm trying to think. The only, the only thing that I can compare to that was uh, at one point in time, I think my mom uh, got my kids a gingerbread house. All right. So I go to construct the gingerbread house. And uh, my kids want to decorate. I said, "Look, I'll I'll build the I'll build the actual house tonight, and because it was late." And I said, "Well, we'll have it ready to go, and then tomorrow we'll we'll decorate the damn thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We'll get it ready to go." So you need a little bit of frosting in the corners and everything to kind of like the, the so the concrete, so to speak, right? You know, the Hold adhe- it together. The adhesive part to build the home. I am struggling with this mightily. For whatever reason, I cannot get the structure to stand up without leaning over and falling. So what do I do? I go into the kitchen, go into the utility drawer. I grab super glue. I super glued the entire edge of this thing, super glued the roof on. Anywhere that there was a seam or a crease, there was a line of super glue going through this. Get up in the morning. This thing is rock hard, man. It is ready to go. It is a sturdy gingerbread house. Now they can get to their fun part and they can decorate it. So what do the kids do? They decorate the gingerbread house. They take pictures of it. They're very excited. I run to the grocery store to get to pick up some stuff for dinner. I come back. They show me the pictures. I look down. Half the gingerbread house has been eaten. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm like, where did that? You, you, you ate that thing? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. So I pulled my wife aside at the time. I was like, I super glued that thing with Gorilla Glue last right. night. Like, they, I don't know what, it's dry. It's not wet. It's not like it's closing up your mouth. Or but still, you don't know what's in it. I don't know what. Right. I don't know what it is. It's got to be. Do you not some... think they'd eat it? I just thought it was going to be a decorative thing. You know, for the most part, I never. I had never done a gingerbread house before, so I didn't think that process through. I Even just wanted... when you say gingerbread house, honest to God, I never picture someone eating it. I know it's edible, but like you say, man, it's just a decoration. Yeah, it was just one of those no. things we were doing for the holiday. I don't know. We did them when I was kids. That was. It was always like torture. Like, when do we get to eat it? Really? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've never eaten one before. But they I, never stay up. Your kids are. Well, mine did. What? Uh, what is your I'm not proud food moment? 206 rock. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's what I did. <laughs> Hello, Mark. Welcome to the men's room. Good afternoon, bitches. Hola. Hola. Uh, you guys ever been to Cold Stone? Sure. Yeah. Sure have. The little plastic spoons they give you to sample the ice creams? Yeah. Okay. Um, in there with a buddy of mine, we're waiting to get some get some ice cream, and they have just spoons sitting on the counter, kind of like you see toothpicks sitting out at a restaurant. So we grab a couple of those, and we're just chewing on them while we're waiting. We get up there to the counter to where the gal's at. She goes, um, are you guys chewing on those spoons? We're like, yeah, what's the big deal? And she points to the sign on the jar that says, already been loved. Oh. Oh. <laughs> why would they have those on the counter? <laughs> right. I mean, why? Mm. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. All right, fellas. Yeah, man. All right, man. <laughs> God damn. It reminds me of the guy. You guys might remember this. He called in years ago. All right. And as the story goes, I mean, his mom went to church like every Sunday or whatever. And then once a month, I believe it was, or every week, one of his mom's friends, older lady, would show up and they kind of did a potluck lunch, potluck dinner, whatever it is. But anyway, the one thing they always wanted this woman to bring, like, man, her deviled eggs. Her deviled eggs are on point. And yeah. He said, every time she showed up, everybody gravitates to the deviled eggs. They all eat the deviled eggs. Everyone enjoyed it. But one of the things about the deviled eggs that always amazed everyone 
was the perfect shape of them, right? So the bottom of the egg is obviously half an egg, but if you've made deviled eggs, it's, you know, when you put the top on, it's always a little gloppy looking, whatever, and you just cover it with a bunch of crap, but hers were perfectly shaped every single time. And he's like, this went on for years. And he finally asked her after years of eating these things at least once a month or once a week, says, what is your secret to the shape of your deviled eggs? I mean, it just looks so perfect. She said, oh, or after you put the, uh, the filling in, I take each one and lick it off. And then put it down. And that's how she sculpted all of them. And he realized, like, all of these eggs he's been eating have been in her mouth before anyone. He said, this is for years and years and years. And I'm like, see, man, that's why Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't want to ask questions because you really might not like the answer. I'll tell you what, though. You say that uh, refried beans are the goat of uh, beans. Of beans. I'm not so sure. The deviled eggs aren't the goat of eggs. And I've had eggs nine million different ways in my life. Scrambled, fried, over easy, sunny side up. I'd agree with that. I would agree with that. But it's just far as just eating it, not including in something, just the egg itself. And I realize they doctored up a little bit, mayonnaise. Sure, sure. I'm telling you, man. I think deviled eggs is the best way. If I see deviled eggs, I get excited. And I know I'm probably going to eat like four halves. You know you're going to. Everybody does. When you put down deviled eggs, you notice people don't really leave that table. Like, they might leave the mm-hmm. dips for a while. They might even walk away from wings. But wherever the deviled eggs are, people tend to start making conversation. And I'm like, hey, you're look. making conversation just so you're close to the deviled eggs, and you hope I don't notice how many you eat. Egg salad, yeah. means a close second. Really? It's pretty well the same thing. Uh, I don't know, man. Egg, egg, salad's egg, great. Sa- egg salad sandwich? I'd, I'd rather like have that salad. than a fried egg sandwich. I'd rather have egg salad than a fried egg sandwich. It depends. I like both. If I can get bacon on my fried egg sandwich, I'm taking the fried egg sandwich. Otherwise, I, I don't know. I'm taking the fried egg sandwich, man. Okay. All right. but, what is your I'm not proud food moment? 206-421-ROCK. Do that next time I go to brunch or breakfast somewhere. What's that? Like omelet, scramble. Nah. Let's take like six deviled eggs. Can you mm-hmm. devil them for me, please? Yeah. Thank you. How do you like your eggs? Deviled. Ooh, I'm going to break that line out next time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can you imagine you're working in a kitchen and somebody comes back and goes, this guy wants deviled eggs. Like, the hell with them. No, yeah, yeah. Tell, well, him, tell him to get out of here. All I would say is this. You might get those deviled eggs. You don't want to eat those deviled eggs. <laughs> yeah. If you ended up making that cook, make something that's not on the menu, you don't want it. Especially if they're real happy about giving it to you. That was always our thing in a restaurant. Like, yeah, we'll hook them up. Don't you worry about it. Or if a waiter came back and said, man, that guy at table 15 is driving me crazy. I'm like, you look at the ticket like, don't worry. We'll take care of it for you. He won't know. But you'll feel better when we tell you at the end of your shift. Want more of The Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill. The greatest story never told. Available on radio.com. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, look who it is from his basement dungeon studio bar. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for one only Ryan Castle. I'm happy to report since uh, the last time we spoke, Rufus has come home and he's doing fine. Like nothing ever happened. What else did they find in his belly? Well, so it was just that thing, but that thing was huge so it expanded uh, quite a bit you know it was the size of you know maybe a little bit larger than a tennis ball not quite a softball but he had like pulled it apart because it's made of wool right so he had pulled it apart and then swallowed the whole thing so it was like i mean like two rolled up big gym socks came out of him you know what i mean and he managed to swallow the whole thing all at once the guy showed it to me he's like do you want to keep it i said no i don't think i need to keep it but thank you for letting me see it it was impressive so have you uh rufus proof the house 
Yes. Well, he's been pretty calm lately because he's on a lot of drugs. That's what happens yeah. when they cut right. you from your sternum to your pelvis. Oh, they give God. you drugs. Yeah. But that was cheap. Yeah. But, you know, like today, he, he it's like nothing ever happened. He wants to play. He wants to run in the yard. Like, yeah, bro, you got to stay in the okay. house. You got to right. calm down. We've taken you back and having him redo your sutures or something, you know. So, but yeah, everything everything's good. It's like nothing ever happened, which means he's learned nothing from the experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, so, today we're going to so, go back uh, to the world of music videos. Yeah. So uh, you know, everybody got their start somewhere. You know, Miles was a fourth string punter. Thrill used to sleep on uh, grates on the street for mm. warmth. Ted hung out for a long time until they finally put him on payroll. You know, we all start somewhere. So these are actors. These are actors that started, and you may may or may not know this in music videos. So I thought I could play you the song, okay. and then you guys could tell me whether or not you know the actor that was in this music video. Bands are still making music videos, right? They are. They really. They are. are. Yes. I, just, I know. It's just for them. it's for the YouTubes now. And and so that's exactly where it goes. And no one really ever sees it, I guess. I mean, fans do, but it used to be you saw the video of any band, whether you liked the band or not, right? I think they so, should bring back Friday night videos. You know what I mean? That would be fun. Just two or three. Well, I mean, hours. look if you, you look at a, if you look at a video like wants. Guns N' Roses yeah. November Rain. I mean, that thing's gotten a billion views since YouTube well, came out. I the, mean, people are definitely watching videos. See, the difference is if I knew what I was going to go look for, then I would go look for it. But when the videos were on television. Even if it was a band you did not know and weren't aware of. Yeah, you got introduced. Yeah, to you're exposed stuff. to whoever. The, sure. Maybe it was just the fact that somebody was attractive. Maybe it was the fact that the video was cool. You know what I mean? Those right, right. Or you would see a 35-second clip of it on Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. So these are 10 And they actors, would tell you whether it was good or not. 10 actors who got their start in music videos on Sin's 10. 10. Number 10. I'm a man. I'm a man. Jamone. 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 Michael Jackson. Nah, Miles, you're, Miles, you're being ignorant. He just made up words. Chamone. Chamone. Who's in the bad uh, video? Do you know who's in the bad video? And as soon as I say it, you're going to go, oh, yeah. Because remember, back in the day, when, when music videos were in their heyday, every music video, there was like a three and a half minute song, but the video was six minutes long. So right, it was like right, a three right. minute setup. You know what I mean? Is and you remember Michael Jackson call- walking around in the parking garage and he he uh, runs into some, oh, yeah, 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 some yeah. young young toughies. And uh, has to prove that he's bad by dancing. He is bad. That is, well, it's how the Sharks and Jets settle their scores. Why not? What did he say? He said, Shimoni? Is that Macaulay talking? No, he was in the Neverland Ranch, which was a different video. I don't know. So who's in the video? Wesley Snipes. Oh, what? Chamone. Ah, all right. Chamone. You got to go back and go back and check out the video for bed. You'll be like, oh, yeah, there's Wesley Snipes. Pre-Blade. These are 10 actors who got their start in music videos on Sin's Bed. Nine. Number nine. Me too all the way. Little Toto action. Yeah. Toto and Journey. Climate change arena. Yeah. Miles, we're going. I got his tickets. man. Get us up there close to the front, man, because you know how much I find those guys to be really sexy. Of course. I'm sure there'll be some 60-plus, you know, shirtless action going exactly. on, too. Shush boobs. She barely lifts her shirt. Weight. There they are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember this video very well. <laughs> she puts her hands up, and you can see them. <laughs> uh, the, the video is uh, Rosanna for Toto in 1982. The actor that got his start here, Patrick Swayze. He was a dancer in this video. Get out of here. Somehow right. that makes sense. <laughs> Patrick Anyone else crazy and sick moves before dirty dancing? <laughs> ten actors who got their start in music videos on Sit and Spin. Eight, number eight. Just 
Nobody ever talked about the fact that Paul Abdul had a love affair with an animated cat named after poop. Scat cat? <laughs> Scat cat. Yeah. I think they're yeah. trying to forget that. <laughs> this is uh, this is not that video, though. Same era. The song is Forever Your Girl. Who was in this video? Hmm. Arsenio? Well, she was an no. LA, she was an LA Laker cheerleader before. Right. Yeah, and Arsenio was already a thing in 1989. I'll say Magic Johnson. You know who it is? This is going to blow you away. Elijah Wood played one of her kids in this video. What? Huh. All yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would not have guessed no, that. No. Okay. He was big then. That's a weird one. <laughs> Ten actors who small their start in music videos. Seven, number seven. Oh, Alicia Silverstone. That's right. Yes. She was in. Uh, she was in a couple of Aerosmith videos along with Liv Tyler. They both got their start there. Yeah, man. They both got their start. Yeah, they, they were did. great videos. Huh, I mean, Liv Tyler. Come on, man. Hey, Dad, can I well, make I your video short? Sure. Like, I just. Yeah, I just assumed she was an actress first. That was a special time at videos yeah. for me in 1993. Yeah. Oh, Cass, I'm with you. I could, I could be downstairs right now, hoping nobody comes downstairs. <laughs> 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 for who, Liv Tyler or Alicia? Alicia both. Either okay. one, man. Uh, these videos were great. <laughs> That's what you do with two hands. One for each of them. That's amazing, crazy, crying lion, Aaron Aerosmith. Yeah. Ten actors who got their start in music videos on Sit and Spin. Six, number six. I prayed that the days would last. They went so fast. Chocolate Here's another fun fact about this song. I never liked Madonna. <laughs> no, not at all. I don't remember the video. Is this... Uh, La, La Isla Bonita is the song, um, and a very famous actor was uh, in this video. Is this the one where she's got extra. like a crucifix and everything? No, no that, was, that like was like a prayer. prayer. All right. I, we both knew that way too fast. <laughs> because that's the only song I could think of where she'd have a crucifix. Well, no, she had another one where she's like in a church and there's like a big muscly black dude. I'm not tracking with that mm-hmm. one. Okay. Did you a- hang out in the basement to that one too, Ted? <laughs> there was a few tops with Madonna. Yes. Yeah. It, uh, it was in this one. Uh, it was Benicio del Toro was in this video. Oh, all right. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. That's how he got his start. He's like an Academy Award-winning actor. Yeah, right. I know. And you started in a video for Madonna, huh? Yeah. Ten actors who got their start in music videos. Five, number five. Love Shack, baby! This one is pretty on brand, I think. Um, RuPaul was in this video in 1989. Uh, somehow that uh, makes okay. sense. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like that works, for Two sure. Box money! I get paid to kind of sing in a band! <laughs> Rock Lobster! I'll fix that car! It's as big as a whale! Down. Everything I say sounds like a late night infomercial! Down! But wait, there's Down. more! Down! Uh, they asked me to uh, be removed from a bar once in Milwaukee in the uh, late 90s, the, the B-52s. Why, why did they ask you to be removed? Because I was being an obnoxious ass. <laughs> you were just at the show and they singled you out in the crowd and told you to leave? No, no, we were in a hotel bar. We were staying in the same hotel. Oh, <laughs> and they made you leave the hotel bar? Yes, it's and I was underage. Bar. It's their bar. So that's oh. all you need to know. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Ten actors who got their start in a music video. Four, number four. That boy's just a walk away, Born to be a lever, tell you from the word. Destined to deceive her, he's a uh, The year is 1992. This actor, who is also an Academy Award winner now, was just in college uh, when he was in this video for Trisha Yearwood's Walk Away Joe. 
Mm. <laughs> Name a movie he's been in. Uh, 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 Dallas Buyers Club. Is that what? McConaughey. McConaughey. Hey, 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 all, right, all right. All right. Hey. hey. Oh, there you go. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Golly. <laughs> Trisha Yearwood. Okay. These are ten actors who got their starts in music videos. Three. Number three. All right, Janet. This works. Uh, she was uh, she was in this video. She was also a dancer on In Living Color. Oh, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. J-Lo. Yep. Yeah. 1993, That's the Way Love Goes, which I'm sure Ted enjoyed in the basement as well. Janet Jackson snuck in there sometimes. And J-Lo. Once again, that's a two-hand. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Oh, yeah. You're a juggler. Uh, I mean, J-Lo, right. That's a two-hand pants visit right there. I'm on Western Grip. <laughs> I, I feel like I should bring up a Max magazine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these, are, these are 10 actors who got their start in a music video. Two, number two. Into the great wide open. So uh, this person was on Friends. And uh, he was in a, a handful of videos uh, in the uh, in the early '90s. Bon Jovi's video for "Miracle" in '90. Uh, he was in "Walk Away" from Alanis Morissette in '91, and then uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers into the Great Wide Open, which I believe was '91 as well. I'm just gonna guess LeBlanc. It was Matt LeBlanc. All right. Damn. Apparently, dude just found his way into music videos. Well, and Courtney Cox was in a Springsteen video too. She yeah. was yeah. way back in the day. Dancing yeah. in the dark. Worst dance I've ever seen in a video. Hey, baby. Then she Ten, comes up on stage. Yeah, baby. Ten actors who got to start a music video. One, number one. She bangs, she bangs. Oh, baby, we should move, she move. This, uh, she bangs. That's about yeah. a haircut, right? This is the uh, the cover of the William Hung song, She Bangs. Yeah. <laughs> done, done by Ricky Martin uh, in 2000. Uh, this person was a dancer in this movie, uh, not known to be a dancer, although I think he was a dancer oh, in, yeah. uh, was it L.A. Story? Is that the name of the movie? L.A. Story. Who is it? Uh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Uh, oh, he was, he, yeah, was a stri- okay. he was a stripper in West Virginia, man. He was a stripper. Oh, okay. Which All sounds right. like a setup for yeah, a joke, that's doesn't That's how he started out. There was oh, a stripper in West Virginia. Yeah, that's exactly. It's part of the mail review. Finger How do you castle. know the strippers from West Virginia? They I, make a whistling because, sound when they run across the stage. Because every woman that I know from West Virginia always mentions the fact that she wished she would have gone and seen him naked. Of course. That's why. <laughs> He's so famous, I wish I'd gone and seen him naked. <laughs> Back to the basement. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. Hello, Bobby. Welcome to the men's room. (laughs) Hello, Thrill. Is that you, man? It's me. (laughs) Got a question? Dude, for the record, I am team no longer sober. All right, Bobby. Welcome to Big Dummy. How the F are you boys doing tonight? We're doing good, Bobby. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Oh. Our men's room poll. you got to train a circus animal. Uh, Bobby, will it be a bear, a tiger, a chimp, or an elephant? 
You know, uh, I think I'd, I'd go with a tiger. tiger. All right, tiger. He's going to kill your ass quick. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Probably a lot of people are wishing that <laughs> would happen. Yeah, I can see that. All right there, Bobby. Speaking of Bobbies, Bobby Fischer was the first American world champion of what? Bobby Fischer. Uh, you got me there. Uh, I have no idea. Chess. Chess. Chess? Mm-hmm. Chess. Okay. See, you got me there, man. I don't play chess. <laughs> Get out of here. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I figure I see you every Wednesday night sure, at chess night. Yeah. Me and you in the Come park. On. Me and you in the park. Yeah, I got a question for Thrill, man. You're a bass player, right? That is correct. Okay. Um, Steve Harris, Les Claypool, or Cliff Burton? It depends what I'm going for, man. I mean, Steve Harris is very consistent in his approach, Iron Maiden, if you're not paying attention. Les Claypool yeah. can obviously play anything, but he's kind of in the Willy Wonka world, mm-hmm. right? Which I dig from time to time. You know, I mean, it's like, it's cool, but it's not something I can listen to all the time. And then Cliff Burton, yeah. he was just the man. So I guess all things being equal, I would take Cliff Burton, Steve Harris, then Les Claypool. Not because I think they're necessarily better than the other ones, but as far as music I like, that's the order I would go. All three, I'm going to crank it up anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Right? I want to say Les okay, Claypool so- auditioned for Metallica. After Cliff Burton died, all right? Because they knew each other. That. And they basically told him, like, dude, you're too good. Go, yeah, do, they go said, do something yeah, else. Man, you got your own thing going. Yeah, they were yeah, like, dude, we, <laughs> we just don't know that you hear music the way we do. So, all right. Right, yeah. Here's your question. In computing, the term bit is an abbreviation of what? <sighs> Binary. Here are the seven words you can't say on the radio. (laughs) Sucker, mother, and please keep those words in mind when calling. Now back to the program. My bad, I'm still here. Like I said, I'm not on Team Sober. We got you, Mm ma'am. By the way, the answer is binary digit. Oh, so bit. Binary digit. Okay. All right. All right, here's your question. Let's see how big a dummy I am. (laughs) I think we have a pretty good idea. Big dummy. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like I said, I'm not on Team Silver. I just left the bar. All right. Well, here's your question. In honor of, uh, what the hell is this called? St. Patrick's Day. Apparently, Elmer's rubbing off Mm -hmm. on me. Whatever today is. Sir, we're going to test out your Irish slang. And suddenly you say, we had a bit of a gas that day. All right. Are you saying... You had a fight that day. You had fun that day. There was rain that day, or you had no money that day. I'd say we had a bit of a fight that day. No, oh, a bit of a gas. That's a bit of fun, my yeah, friend. Yeah. Gas. Ah, uh, like Jack Glass. Gas, gas, gas. Oh, you know me, laddies. It's been a while since I've been to the homeland. You know. All right, the question very important to me. Okay. What city did Lando Calrissian live in? Uh, city of the Clouds. Uh, You're right. I, it's like saying the city of the angels. Uh, um, Los Angeles? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Cloud City. <laughs> oh, Cloud City. Right. Okay, That's why you were bad. so close. Yes, yes. That's because all that cheaper, cheaper he was smoking. Question five. Close is like horseshoes and hand grenades, right? All right, the question, who was Joseph Merrick better known as? Some call him John. Mm, Yeah, I don't know that one. 
Joseph Merrick. Yeah, yeah, man. He was the... You might not know his name, but you know who he is. It's the Elephant Man. Oh, okay. You got me here, Pharrell. He's like, from the waist down. <laughs> Want to see the other trunk? <laughs> Don't get Bobby fired up. No. All right, your question. Sorry. Sorry. What baseball teams uh, suffered the curse of the Bambino? The Red Sox. Nice work. That is nice correct. Work. All right, I think we have time for maybe one more contestant on Big Nine. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good God. Be By the way, how long does it have to be? How long do you lose before it becomes a curse? They went, what, 70-some years or something like that? Oh, I think it was longer than that, right? Because it was 1918, 18. and oh, then they yeah, won yeah. in 2004. I, you but just I wonder if, like, a guy in his prime, it's like your main guy, leaves town. Like, <laughs> 86-year curse. 86 okay. years. All right. Okay. Hello, Susie. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Hello, Susie. Are you sober or not sober? I'm team sober. All right, Susie, welcome to the show. You sound nice and happy today. All right, our men's room poll. You got to train a circus animal. Susie, will you train a bear, a tiger, a chimp, or an elephant? An elephant. Okay, Susie and the elephant. Is that one of your porn titles for no, later it's a today? Children's oh. book. <laughs> Somebody here says Olathrill. On the subject of bass players, what are your thoughts of Justin Chancellor from Tool? He's one of the best, easily. Period. No question. I, I, I don't feel like, like I don't. Why does it he get brought up all the time in that same realm? I think because Tool itself is just kind of such a massive presence as a band. Right. And Maynard is the spokes guy for it. But honest to God, the stuff that he does, in my opinion, is some of the best stuff that has happened in rock music in the last 60 years. Easily. Bass talk. That's right, bass talk. Is he the best bass player that yeah. uses a pick? People would argue, but yeah, because I'm a finger guy. Can I ask you a serious question? Hey, Steve, can I ask you something? (laughs) (laughs) Miles, no! Don't sing the song! Can I I ask you something? Why are all all bass players the tallest members of the band? You look at Tool. You look at Guns N' Roses. You look at... uh, Not Chili Peppers. Not Chili Peppers. It's the one exception. He's like 6'7". Look at Ben Shepard. Me? That's what I'm saying. Like, Why are you all tall? You know what, Susie, you're right, so people can see us. Otherwise, oh, yeah, nobody I'm, cares. I'm just, I'm just curious. You know, I'm watching the keytars get ass. <laughs> I play bass in the band. All right, your question. In the movie Citizen Kane, who or what was Rosebud? Uh, I didn't see that one. I don't, don't know. It was a sled. Spoiler alert. It's a uh, sled. I hated that movie. Okay. All right, your question. James and the Giant Peach ends with the peach being impaled on what? The Empire State Building. All right, very good. Did you have any idea? No. I didn't either. Mike mouthed it to me instantly. She knew instantly. I don't think I've ever seen it. That was one of my favorite movies as a kid. It's also a uh, Roald Dahl book. Okay. Kind of glad that's all. Connect with the Men's Room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. All right, we made it to drink it time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and see the Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. Real quick, one more comment. Wet towel on an unmade bed. Oh! 
No! These are all strong, though. VD, I'm glad you joined us. You're going to love today's shot. Of oh, I was going to take to show you the story earlier, but you're in one of your 8,000 freaking meetings. You're welcome. Yes. <clears throat> we should have also thrown in yeah. uh, television selections. Oh, the TV shows? Yeah. Yeah, some shows I'm smart enough where I'm like, like what she watches, Euphoria, right? I've seen bits and pieces of the show. However. It's fine, but I know not to say anything. Right. You'd but, have to suck me out of the carpet with a wet vac if I even suggested that she turn that off. But then you still hear it if you decide to go into a different room. Correct. And watch something different. And now you're the bad person because oh, no. you didn't want to stay there with them. What's wrong with the show? I just don't like it. The show's right. fine. I just I don't want to be there. Why okay. don't you want to sit with me? Well, because I don't like this show. Why do you leave when I watch The Mandalorian? It's the same thing. Right. It's like anti-interest. Not saying. All right, today we chose 57-year-old Christopher Adams of Shelbyville, Indiana. Hmm. Christopher is an egg farmer. Paramedics were called to his home around 11.30 p.m. when he was found naked, bloody, and unresponsive <laughs> on the hen house floor. <laughs> Paramedics arrived. They found Christopher bloody and with a five-pound chicken sticking out of his rectum. <laughs> what? Oh. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> A live chicken that was, quote, no, loudly clucking. Paramedics briefly tried to remove the agitated bird, but to no avail. Christopher and his ass chicken were then transported to the hospital. <laughs> chicken, yeah. According to the doctor who extracted the bird after an extremely delicate seven-hour surgical wow. intervention, they're calling it, they say both the man and animal would have died if they'd waited any longer, which, by the way, is what doctors say about anything. Right. Quote, the bird was dying of suffocation when it got here, and it already badly lacerated the patient's bowels in a desperate attempt to get out. And it was still gashing like crazy. Mm-hmm. Beer butt chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the hen was finally extracted the following morning, suffering only minor physical injuries from its ordeal. While Mr. Adams, he needed seven blood transfusions and more than 780 stitches. Oh, The doctor says it's a miracle that both the farmer and his animal are still alive. In question, what caused the bird to get there? The doctor who extracted the hen from Mr. Adams' rectal cavity says, oh, we already covered that. Yes, both of them survived. Couldn't believe it. The ASPCA has taken the hen into custody for the duration of its investigation into a five-pound living chicken was inserted into his butt. (laughs) We'll let you do the math. Wow. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Double Flush Production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 